Marketing Made Easy, the podcast. Now here are your hosts from Get Savvy Club, Anna Geary and Anita Baldwin. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Marketing Made Easy from the Get Savvy Club. Anna Geary and Anita Baldwin here. How are you doing today, Anita? Good, really good. Thank you. How are you? Yeah, good. We had a bit of fun on this podcast, didn't we, with the lovely Nigel Campbell. Uh, you didn't know him before, did you? Never met him. Didn't even know. As ever, I chalk up completely unprepared. And all I know is it's a podcast. Because I know he's a bit of a live wire because I've known him for a few years. So I know I knew it was going to be high energy. We actually put it out on our social media at the same time, um, which is always good, repurposing. But he is somebody that knows sales inside out, right from grassroots, back in the day, where you, you're out on the road, sales rep type of a, a guy, all the way up through to now where he's obviously doing online. So he's fantastic, really interesting guy with a lot of knowledge and he shares a lot of tips in this as well. So if you're like, oh, I'm not too sure what I'm doing with the sales, that's where I get struck. Um, this is definitely one for you to listen into. Right, let's get into it. If you're enjoying Marketing Made Easy, the podcast from Get Savvy Club, use your podcast app to rate, review and subscribe. Right, my name is Nigel Campbell and I run a business call or a program actually called love sales hate selling and it was created to help small business owners get more confident at selling themselves and their products and services and then it metamorphosed into something else uh, which i'm sure we'll cover shortly what's your background then how did you come to say um i can help people and i know they need help and you're right well, they do i've been in sales for face-to-face sales for 20 26 years uh, I've sold into all kinds of markets, all kinds of sectors. I've sold into the NHS. Um, uh, I've sold furniture. I've sold double glazing. I sold keywords before Google was even the boy, before mm-hmm. it was even invented. Um, I've done slavery. I mean, recruitment. Um, <laughs> Same. <laughs> always, always say slavery. Um, I've sold uh, toilet roll. I used to be known as a toilet to- toilet paper man. Um, but my my kind of the reason I kind of got into this was when I started working for Yellow Pages, StrokeYellow.com. Please don't throw tomatoes at the screen. Somebody had to work there. Um, and what I realised this is model back in the day. Back in yeah. the day, we yeah. only had. Before internet. Before internet. And the only way you could get a business was by picking up this huge Bible, this yellow Bible, and going, hey, I want a plumber. Hey, fantastic. And most certainly in certain parts of the country, because I did two areas. I did Birmingham and I did Herefordshire. When I went to Hereford, they hated the internet. Oh, we don't have that down here. When I came to Birmingham, they hated the book. I want to be on Google. So, but what I realized, I was seeing, you know, I probably see, let's say, 600 business owners a year. They all, I'd say 90% of them had the same problems when it came to marketing. It weren't joined up. You know, they'd have an advert, all the parish magazines, all the newspapers, Yellow Pages, BT, Thompson's, and then I'd go and see them and say, right, Mr. Customer, which one of your adverts is bringing in the most customers? And they'd look at me and go, I don't know. And I'd sit there and I'd be like, I'd be so frustrated because the reality is them just knowing that one fact would mean that they could actually adjust their budget, maybe even save some money, maybe even invest that money elsewhere that's working better for them. But they just never got yeah. it. It's like, oh, I don't have my money. I've got to be in the book because my competitor up the road's in it. That's oh, yeah. Well, hey, I was a sales rep. I was hitting someone else's target. I had to do what I had to do, which was the job. And invariably, you know, even though I did sometimes try to convince them, uh, you know, at the end of the day, the customer's always right. If that's what they see is, is the best thing for them to do, then they got on with it. Um, then when I left Yale, I went to uh, Groupon or Groping. 
Hello, Corey. Because they, they broke your money off you. <laughs> but nothing had changed. Um, I'd go and see customers using the, my, my background in marketing. I, I wouldn't just speak to them about group, and I'd speak to them about marketing. You know, what are you doing? How are you getting customers to come back? If you're going to do this group, I'll make sure you have something in place so that you can promote back to these people independently without giving away 50% of the margin. Oh, yeah, Nige, we'll do that, mate. Yeah. Oh, great stuff. Oh, get it live. Get it live. So it would go live. And then I'd contact them a week later and say, right, you know, Mr. Customer, how did you get on? Oh, yeah, the promotion's great. We've got loads of people coming in. Did you set up the referral system where you're, you're collecting emails and, and, and phone numbers so you can market to themselves, you know, to, to them yourselves independently? Oh, no, nah, uh, too busy for that. And I'd be like, oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Honestly, I'd be like, oh, because the reality is that little bit of extra hard work would have meant that they would probably... Groupon's just got... the gateway drug, isn't it? It's, it's a gateway. And the, the reality you, is there's, yeah. there's businesses on Groupon who've been on Groupon indefinitely since I was there because mm. they now know no other way of marketing. They haven't collected mm. data. They're not even giving the customer an experience where the customer thinks, well, I'll come back if you do something directly to me. And it was so frustrating. So when I when I uh, left Groupon, uh, I actually did a bit of insurance, which I bloody hated because insurance was quite... Boring, really. If I'm good. Oh, it's boring as hell. Yeah, I've sold oh, yeah. oh, um, what would happen if your partner died? You know, you're sat there asking questions like that, and you're thinking, I really don't want to ask you this because it's such a kind of like deep yeah. question. And you see, couples, I've had couples start arguing with each other because they haven't talked about what they're going to do with the kids if something happens to them. Yeah. Um, I've had one one husband walk into the room, look at me, not even say hello, and walk back out. I'm thinking, God, <laughs> what was I wearing? <laughs> Well, uh, I hated it. It was uh, because my background was marketing. My background was advertising. Um, not being able to do any of those things with insurance because it's the most regulated industry in the world. Oh, yeah, uh, it was like, well, you know, what's the point? Um, so I just decided, right, I'm going to do my own thing. Um, I was doing quite a lot of networking at the time. I found that every time I did a one-to-one, I was always talking to them about their marketing. And I thought, hey, or sales, sorry. Um Hey, I might as well do something with this. And, and that is pretty much it. And it was actually uh, a young man who we, we know. Uh, he's not so young anymore, actually. Johnny Cooper. No. Johnny, Cooper. Johnny Cooper. Went to, Johnny where Cooper. were you? Why didn't you go Good to his Johnny. party on Saturday? Uh, I didn't get any invitation. Oh, okay. Awkward. <laughs> 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 not at all. He, he's probably lost my phone number, haven't you, yeah. Johnny? To be fair, I was out anyway. I was partying hard this weekend. So I couldn't you busy, make weren't you? Um, yeah. But he actually said to me in a 4 m meeting, he says... Nigel, you're so much better than insurance. And I was like, yeah, I know. He says, come on, let's do something about it. And uh, I then enrolled on, on one of his programs. Um, and he was the person who uh, walked me up the garden path to the door. But even having, you know, did doing that course, I still had to add additional elements to me to be able to kind of deliver it in a way that I wanted to deliver it. God, what a long story. It's been ages since I've told anybody that. Could I have a recording oh, of this? Can I have a recording? Yeah, of course you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But most people don't go straight from A to B. They kind of oh, go around God, a bit. Don't no, they? It's, it's the, the journey is, you know, I, I was speaking to a client the other day, and um, you know, the thing is, everybody wants instant, but yeah. they don't want to pay for instant. If you pay for instant, you don't actually appreciate the journey that it took you there. So yeah. and, uh, the analogy I use is if I wanted to go to America now, I could pay for a jet and I could get there in three hours, but guess what? I wouldn't notice anything. I'd be like, um, you know, I could go on a um, a boat, you know, I'd probably see a lot more, be more involved. I'd probably, oh, I've seen some penguins, a couple of icebergs. But if I was to roll that boat myself across the Atlantic, I'm going to see everything. 
I'm going to have fear. I'm going to have joy. I'm going to have emotion. I'm going to be hungry. I'm going to be thirsty. I'm going to be like, oh my God, there's land. And I'm going to really appreciate seeing that land when I get there in the end. <laughs> so, you know, I suppose when it comes to running your own business, you know, yes, we have our ups and downs. We have our days where it's like, oh, go get a job or whatever. But it's just part of the journey. There's no business owner. I'm telling you now, there's no business owner who's actually 100% happy with their life right now. Even though they're probably making loads and loads of money, there's still something. Oh, just need to do that thing. It doesn't stop. No, it doesn't. It doesn't <laughs> you make end. a million pounds. It doesn't stop. You make four million. It doesn't stop. Just <laughs> so, different problems. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. So, yeah, that's the analogy I use. It's enjoy, enjoy the journey. And you're right, people don't want to pay for instant. They want it instant, but they want it... They want it instant. Sometimes people don't want to do the work. Well, as, as well, as well. Work I mean, is the shortcut, as we always say. The work yeah. is the shortcut. So well, it's, it's the... the um, I think, you know, I mean, I've come across... I mean, I've had clients before who, who, do, who do everything they can to avoid speaking to another human being. They want it all to yeah. be behind the computer screen. And the, yeah. and the reality is people still buy people. You know, yeah. If you're selling... If you've got an e-commerce store and you're selling a pen, then yes, I'm expecting to get some sales. But if you're wanting to help somebody and help them and actually know about them and be able to kind of work with them together, you've got to bloody speak to them, man. Mm. I mean, come on. I mean, you ain't going to give someone a grand. And, oh, you, you looked all right on the internet. So here's me thousand pounds. As a business owner, all you have to do is not beat yourself up that you are scared of that bit and you don't know how to do it and you avoid it, but recognise it and then go and find someone like you can help yeah. to just do it and make it more comfortable, make it successful. And once you do something, it makes you money. You want to do it again. Of However course. uncomfortable it was the first time you did it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I completely agree. That it's all it is. I mean, you you ladies know it's it's action. That that's the that is the the single thing that I have seen from people who've moved forward. It's just action. You can have five people. They can all do the same program, the same course. If one of them takes action, you're before going, oh, that was really good. Oh, I'll do it next year when I've got my, yeah. my so-and-so in order. Oh, oh, let me get Christmas out of the way first. When the website's done yeah, because, because Christmas means you can't make any money. Um, oh, I've just got to sort out my kid's birthday next month. I'll get it. And it's like, just take some bloody action. Because the reality is, and you know this yourself, sometimes you only need to put things in place once and it's done. Yeah, yeah. But even just doing that one thing, oh well, oh, every reason not to bloody do it. So if I could, if I could sell action in a bottle, I would be a bloody millionaire. Telling you that, and I still have, I still have problems. It's funny, isn't it? Because people have different. I'm an action taker in lots oh, and lots of lots and lots of ways. But then there's other ways. I procrastinate. Like I'm the boss of procrastination. Actually, is certain things, things that are just stupid. That are just like actually. And what, you know, when I do those things, I just think, why did I just do that the why, first why time I entered my head? But, but, why didn't I did like you know like fill a form in for something maybe? Yeah. Or book, I tell you now, I've got a book dentist. I can understand you putting the dentist off. No, we saying. love our dentist. I used to love the dentist when I was younger. For some reason, every year that I get older and I go to it, it seems to hurt more and more. Now, <laughs> I'm not sure why that is. I don't know yeah. when you're a kid, they must drug you up. So you're like, oh, ah. but now when I go there, it's like, I, I, it's the dread. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. I'm going to be in the pain. Gas and these... anymore, oh, do they? No, they I, lo I love that. I love that gas in stuff. I remember from one of my earliest memories is being like five, and the smell of that rubber that they put over your mouth. So, you know, to like knock you out. Why was your dentist knocking you out? 
Maybe my mum wanted an hour of peace or something. Well, <laughs> my most vivid memory of a dentist, and, and it was, I had to have a wisdom tooth out. And I remember, I mean, because what I do is when I'm in pain, I don't go, ah, I laugh. <laughs> anyway, so. Um, is that your safe word? <laughs> oh, right. uh, yeah. Like the Joker. So, this dentist literally he had to put his foot there. And with this thing, right, little and me, I, so, so I'm laughing. Ah, and then when I finish, he says, um, Next time you've got to have a tooth, I'm going to send you to the hospital because you're too disruptive. I mean, you cheeky bastard, <laughs> get your bloody foot next to your bloody head, pull him my tooth out, and you, 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 want, you want to be silence. His whole waiting room cleared out, though, and went, No, thanks, not today. But uh, what, what I'd say, what I'd say for procrastination, and what I'd say to anybody who's sitting there beating themselves up about it is, Listen, remember this, you are a human being. You are not a machine. You cannot flick a switch and say, I will do everything that I'm supposed to do. Yes, you're allowed to procrastinate, but just don't beat yourself up about it because you know that when the time is ready, when it's the chips are down or when the pressure's on, you'll get that thing done. What I mean by action is, you know, people are doing courses and training and learning and they're doing one-to-ones and they're picking up information and then they're going, yeah, that's really good. And yeah, and they're not implementing it. Implementing it's a frustrating, yeah. Oh, it is because, and this is one of the reasons I started charging now for my kind of um, discovery sessions because early this year I've made the decision, right, every person I do a discovery call with, I'm going to send them a beautiful PDF with all of the things that we've gone through. And the action points that they need to take and do and put in place because it will make a difference. And regardless of whether I come back and uh, a client of mine, at least I know I've made a difference. And I stopped doing it um, after I phoned the eighth person that I'd sent one to. Oh, well, I've been busy this week. It's me. It's my son's birthday next week. I'll get it sorted after the tax year in 2023. And you think, oh. So you didn't actually want that help then, really? <laughs> yeah, so. we, we used to do, like, uh, one-off sessions, didn't we? Like, um, just, I don't even know what we called them, something. Um, strategy sessions. Strategy sessions, yeah, like, where yeah. they could have, like, a couple of hours. Two hours, yeah. And we got good money for it as well, yeah. what people would pay. But that's why we stopped them, because we'd give them this gold. We'd be like, da 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 do this. Um, and then off you go and then we just out of courtesy just catch up or look at their linkedin or whatever yeah yeah so it's far uh, better yeah. to hold their hand along like a group yeah. program and be like poking them <laughs> get it <laughs> done money though isn't it because you we almost we kind of weed out the non-action takers so we have a thing where you can work with us one-to-one for a year and yeah. um you know we don't do many of them but we get great results because we work with the right people and so we'll be on that discovery call t- saying right okay this is what you'll get this is how it all works this is what we'll do for you and uh, the people then say right okay can you put all that in an email just send me the information and we've learned along the way we we no. there isn't any information we don't have anything we can send you because i tell you this much the people that say can you send me an invitation never jump in and buy and we want the action takers because they're going to take the action we give them and they're going to get the results so oh, we purposely yeah. don't have any information yeah. nothing uh, and, and some and people and go oh all right but I, other people I, go, hmm. I, I completely advocate that i think yeah. you can spend a lot of time just satisfying other people's curiosity who are never going yeah. to make a make a decision and you know you know i want to help as many people as possible and that's one of the reasons why you know i'm trying to get more blog content out answering the questions that i get in my my mailbag every day um because if i can't help them directly if they're not prepared to pay for the help but at least if i can kind of tell them what i would do if it was me or what i would do to to sort out that specific problem it's down to them whether they then put it into action 
or read and go, oh, that was good. But I'll do it after my son's birthday next month. <laughs> well, that's what's good about um, the podcast, though, for us, is we can, like, if people are, oh, I want to pick your brains or that, or, oh, I just need a bit of help on pricing or whatever, we can go go to that podcast or listen or sales for example or go and listen to this podcast episode with with this person in it or do you know we can send and, and even like even now we have like ones called meet the savages episodes where it's us interviewing people that have done, done the program recently go and listen to them if you want to hear yeah. like you know yeah. how yeah. how other people found it and things and it's, yeah. it's so it's an asset in its own right well, it, 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 co- but it always comes back to that thing mm. people you know i'm not going to say in fact i'm not going to say people because that kind of generalizes Certain individuals, certain business owners won't make the time to improve their knowledge or grow themselves. So you say, oh, what's this? Oh, oh I ain't got time. Oh, I'll watch it next week. And you know it's never going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've all been guilty of it. We've all kind of signed up to a webinar for, oh, I'll tune into that. I and mean, it started at half past eight and you're thinking, boo, that is too late. Man. It depends what's important to you, doesn't it? You it make time for things that boo. matter. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. But that that person, only that person can decide at that time what's important yes. to them. The thing is, Netflix is always going to be here. Sky TV is always going to be here. Everything that's on TV now, you can watch on Your mates are always going to be at the bar in a pub. Like, uh, yeah, this is what I try and say to my daughter it. about, like, when she's at school and things. I'm like, you, those people, will all. you'll always find those people. They might be friends now or whatever. They probably won't be when you're old. But even if they are, people will just be about for you to hang out with when you want when you want to. Just because when, you when feel the, yeah, your wealth, yeah. it's, just, it's important to you. And then if yeah. you have a spare night yeah. and you want to go do yeah. that, do that. But don't make that it's, your thing. Don't be available and accessible to do that stuff that doesn't actually propel such, you in any way. Such a key learning for our young people, that is. If you think of where we are now with society, and our young people are driven by images on the phone they're driven by uh, envy oh i wish i looked like that i wish i looked like that i wish my hair was like that their lives okay. are bloody hard so the, the earlier that they can learn that their life is about them and what they do for them yeah. Yeah. um and like you're right the friends you know that is a classic example because i've seen i've seen young people throw their lives away for their friends they want to be the class clan or they want to do this or they don't want to do as good for themselves because around their friends, it's not cool to be clever. But then the reality is these friends leave school. They all go like that. These people who have been entertained by said child are doing well because they kind of switched on. Person who messed around is struggling to get anything achieved because they spent too much time going, oh, let me me entertain everybody else. So sooner they can learn to kind of be themselves. Oh, oh, what a a thing. What kind of people... And what kind of situations do you help with? Who's coming to you and, and what are they struggling right, with? Right, I generally, um, so a snapshot of who I spoke to last week. So I spoke to someone last week who wasn't confident with their sales, um, wasn't happy with the types of clients that they were getting in terms of, A, they were clients who didn't really want to spend much money mm. and they were clients that they kind of didn't really want to work work with because it didn't kind of sit within their niche. Um and those two but, things are linked, aren't they? If they don't want to spend much money, they're not going to be great guys because once yeah. it spend the money, do the work. Get yeah. Them, so, I mean, so basically, we, so we went through the sales process first and we just kind of spoke about, you know, what is your presentation like? Because one of the things in sales, and you ladies know this already, it's the actual, the questions and the listening, which is the stuff which gets you over the line. And I think, well, certainly with a lot of the clients I've had, they see the delivery of their price is a dirty thing. So what they, I'll give you an example. Uh, so, um, Mr. Cumber, customer, that's going to be £500. And, and isn't the weather wonderful? That, and what are your kids doing this year? And where are you going on a holiday next year? And, <laughs> and 
I've actually literally had clients who, you know, we did a, a role play. I love doing, hey, I love doing role play. How do you manage to make that sound rude? <laughs> and um, so we go for, and, and literally, I, I remember this one, she said the price to me, and she just carried on talking. And I just, yeah. and I stared at her like this. And I was like, when she stopped, I says, how much did you say it was again? And she went, what do you mean? I says, well, the reality is, you said the price, didn't even give me chance to absorb it. Or, or, or question it or quantify if I could afford it. And you carried on talking. I said, is that what you're doing all your friends? She was like, well, pretty much. I mean, that's your problem. That's why you ain't closing. She went, really? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we take our masterminders through a sales structure and we say, right, say the price. And then in capital letters, we've got, and stop talking. Shut up. Confidently go, it's this much. And okay, if you want to reiterate a couple of benefits again, and then, you know, that's it. Over well, to you, is, Mr. That, 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 that price, you've got to allow the person sat opposite you to decide in their own mind, because there's lots of reasons why someone will say yes. If somebody knows they need your help and you give them the price and it makes sense and you have linked that price to the, the help they said they've needed, generally you're in a good place. Because once you give, give them the price, they give you the objection, you're then into negotiation. Yeah, like you say, give them time. The other type of client I get tends to be the, <laughs> right, 90% of my my one-to-one uh, -one or group clients are, are female. And I think that a lot of female business owners, I say a lot, I say there's a fair few female business who technology to them is like, bleh. Um, not because they can't do it, but I think it's the fact of trying to learn how to do it because invariably, if they're taught how to do it and they do it and they do it consistently, they, they can all kind of achieve what needs to be done. But it's that fear of uh, a new skill. And the only the only thing I can kind of relate it to is because, again, we're from the same generation. Do you remember when your parents used to say to you, oh, can you set the video recorder up to take yeah. Coronation Street? Because we're going on holidays. We've got to take Monday, Wednesday. For, why can't oh, you do God, it, Mum? Yeah. Why can't yeah. you do it, Mum? You're my son. You'll do as you're told. That was my job as a kid, do, setting all well, that. Changing Why? the clocks when it was like clocks go forward, clocks. Can you change the clock on the cooker? Can you? Yeah. But why were our parents scared of doing this? Because they didn't want to go through the hassle of learning this new yeah. technology. So it's yeah. like, oh, I've got kids. You do it for me. So I think with a lot of people, and I say female, I say, I say there's a fair few business owners out there who technology to them. Look, I'm a creative. I'm not supposed to be pressing bloody buttons on the keyboard. Let me create, and that's fine. But if they want to do the marketing themselves about spending money with somebody else, they've got to learn these skills because there's yeah. so many parts to a business that if you don't find a way of juggling all of them or some of them, then you ain't really going to grow. So. But it's actually not that hard, is it? It's like I remember learning to drive and uh, I was rubbish when I learned to drive. Of course we all and, were. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I like, it was like... Well, so I've got to use my hand steering time. here and change it. And then I've got to be using my feet. And then I've got to be looking. I can't look at what I'm doing. I have to look all around. So how am I ever going to coordinate all those things <laughs> at the same time? That sounds impossible. But now you just do it without yeah, even do thinking, it. don't you? Okay, you can remember when you couldn't drive, but you can't remember not being able to drive. No. Yeah. You know, uh, the only kind of comparison was if you had to get into a HGV for the first time and try and drive that, because you'd be like, oh, my oh, God. God yeah. 
pick all these buttons. What do I press cool. first? <laughs> and I press them all. <laughs> all of this tech and all of this social media, it is like you more user friendly than it has ever been before. Like it did used to be like you'd have to oh God look at instructions or work things out or know this and that. Whereas now Get your laptop they're, out. Try, they're trying so hard to make everything as, as easy as it can. Some people don't even like to jump on a Zoom. Like they don't dare put their video on on a Zoom, for example. I, um, I, I, I always amazes me when people say um, with Zoom or with Facebook Lives, oh, I've, I've not done this before or I've done this before, but I've never shared a screen. And you think, well, why haven't you experimented? You know, experimenting is one of the most fun things you can do as an adult. Yeah. It's the last it's the last bastion of, of, of us kind of going, oh, I've messed something up. <laughs> um, but people don't, they're afraid. You I'm know, a I, bit I, like that. I just do it, the way, you know, I'll do it the way I know works. Kind oh, of I, oh, oh, I love experimenting. Our, 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 yeah, it's great to do it. It is but, great to do it. Like, even like we're using StreamYard now. And like, obviously, it wasn't that long ago. We didn't know what StreamYard was, let alone. Yeah, exactly. And it's funny because there'll be people watching this live now on like LinkedIn, we're streaming it live on LinkedIn. And they'll be thinking, oh, wow. It's like elevates us into maybe people thinking we're more professional than we are or whatever. Because, oh, gosh, look, they've got like their mini TV we're, show. We're with, like, LinkedIn. And and it's not, who's, it's just, who's this guy you know, with no air and he's so loud and let it be how can he's called let it be easy what kind of <laughs> <laughs> all right mr easy <laughs> let it be easy with nigel Cameron um, love only, only on a friday <laughs> uh, only on a friday night in broad street ladies um <laughs> oh, i love broad street love broad street i haven't been there for years oh, you used to be like much. a was it like a salsa thing there, wasn't it? Or like yes. some kind of like Latino yeah, kind of a yeah. dance. Oh, I loved um, it there. They've, they've, they've dug it up because Birmingham oh. Council, in their wisdom, in fact, the West Midlands Authority, in their wisdom. Don't when tell they me it's the, a car park now. Well, when we had the tram built uh, 15 years ago, some wise egg went, oh, I'll tell you what, let's have a tram which links Birmingham and Wolverhampton. And then like five years later, they went, oh, I'll tell you what, let's link up the rest of the black country. And... You think to yourself, well, hold on, guys. Why didn't you just put all this in place when you built the thing to begin with? You know, right now, Birmingham is a car park. They've got the, the um, ultra-low zone. So if you've got a car of a I certain got a age, ticket last time. I'm never driving to Birmingham eight, again. I've got to all around the place because of yeah, roadworks road and diversions. And then yeah. they had the nerve to send me a ticket saying you've driven where you shouldn't. I was like, yeah. you eight, 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 me? Eight pound for me to drive. They be paying me eight pound to come out of Birmingham back and mm. pay me eight pound to I go. could see oh. the ball ring. And then it took me 50 minutes. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, you know, when you're yeah. just like, it's just in the next street, but I just couldn't bloody get the, to it driving the, around. The, the, the problem with that, in my opinion, is that what you're saying is, look, if you're happy to come here on the train, if you're a tourist or whatever, then come. But if you are someone who supported Birmingham for the last 40 years, nah, you're all right. We don't really want your business. Because at the moment, the train service, I don't know what you know, but the train service right now, train cancellations, are, it must be at a record high. I mean, every time I've tried yeah. to catch a train in the last month, cancellation after cancellation after cancellation. So they're saying, get out your car, public transport. But by the way, oh, and they've cancelled all the trams as well. So there's no trams either. <laughs> yeah. Plus the city centre wasn't half as good as it used to be. These, the guys, these guys get paid money to make these decisions. It's like, wow, can I get a job like that where I can just make silly decisions and get paid hundreds of thousands of pounds every year? <laughs> it's all short-term thinking. That's the trouble because, yeah. you know, councils don't stay in long enough, do they? So it's all short-term thinking and short-term decision-making. It is all short-term. Although I saying that, certain councils have been in... Uh, I'm not going to get political here, but certain councils have been in for long enough to know that they should be doing something better. But, hey, that's another story for another oh, podcast. Oh, no. They need you. Salsa Place and Broad Street, if you go to... <laughs> about, like, Birmingham governments. It's, you know what it is? It's, it's Come called, to Leicester. Com- com- 
conversation, isn't it? And this is the thing. And this is what I say, something I say to all of my clients, especially when it comes to sales, is sales is a conversation. You know, the moment that you go into sales thinking, oh, I've got to win, mm. then you're, you're, you're selling the wrong thing yeah. or you're working for the wrong company. I should be able to speak to anybody. And within that conversation, I should be able to establish whether I can support them or help them or not. Because if I'm asking the right questions, guess what? They're going to tell me without telling me. Mm. Now, the reality mm. is, if what I offer matches what they need, and we both agree at the end of it that, hey, what you've got is what I, what you got is what I need, then we might come to a decision and work together. But if not, it's not the end of the world. You start with nothing, you lose nothing. The thing is, you may well gain an advocate. You may well gain mm. someone who says, I'll tell you what, you know that Anna? Didn't quite buy her programme. because, Well, I'll tell you what. You want to go and see her? She's bloody switched on. She's talking about oh, blah blah blah, blah. and that person may well refer three or four people to you. Even yeah. and it's happened. It's happened to me. It's happened to me when I worked for Yale. It's happened to me when I worked for Groupon. People who said no, no, Nigel, I'm not having that big advert. No, Nigel, I'm not advertising this year. Oh, can you go and speak to my mate down the road? Because you need yeah. Because you're having a conversation. Don't get me wrong. Nigel, that's sending... our conversation we've got with an architect's practice this afternoon is based on somebody sending them our way. So. Yeah, oh, exactly. I rest, yeah. I rest my case. So, but we're having a conversation, and conversations go everywhere, don't they? Like, oh, let's talk about politics. Let's talk about trans. Let's talk about Broad Street and salsa classes. <laughs> don't forget, because our mentor always, always, we face on a lot of money to work with us, right? And my thing is, I spend too long rapport building. Don't go, not anymore because I'm learning. But you know, like there is that thing where you can stay too much in building the connections and the rapport and whatever, and actually forget to steer it round to the bit what like you say there selling because obviously yeah. well the thing is you, you you're selling in every um situation and i mm. mean the the person you're having a conversation with you don't know what that person's going to do when you finished you don't know whether they're going to go and check out your website look at your landing page check out your prices see what's going on you know i've had clients come to me and it's been like where they come from but if your online assets are aligned in a way that you're educating someone who comes into your ecosystem when they're ready to make that decision invariably they will um yeah. but yeah you, you know you've got to know when to ask for you know someone sat there and they glued them like everywhere they're like oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah i get it oh my god you know buying signals all day long yeah it makes sense to kind yeah. of say so hey when can we get it on <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that your clothes yeah man that's <laughs> It's like, <laughs> hey, hey, Mr. Cosmo, that's going to cost you £2,000. Let's get it on. <laughs> <laughs> Say that happens and like people are really keen, but they don't buy there. And then what do you do as a follow-up? What's your recommendations? Because I think that Anna always says this, you right, fortune's in the follow-up. Um, and people let it go too quickly, don't they? in the follow-up. Uh, I've got to be honest, um, and it sounds a bit arrogant, actually. I'm not the kind of best follower, follower, uh, upper up <laughs> of people. Um, purely because I kind of spend as much time as possible making sure that when I do pitch the price, that it has aligned to what they say they're looking for. Not, not because, you know, at the end of the day, someone says no, they say no, it's no big deal. I've had people say no, we've come back. Uh, people don't back. say no, though, do they? Nah, they say, they say no, they say, they say, and and, and the objections are generally, it's, it's, it's not for now or it's financial Mm. or I'm not quite ready. You'll generally find someone's got an objection. It's because you haven't nailed an issue that they've got. And that's the thing. um, All buyers are liars. (laughs) That's something I was taught (laughs) in sales. Um, You know, they're not lying, but they're protecting themselves 
and you know and often it's politeness day. we're british we're polite we don't want to yeah. go no i don't want that thing I'm that not oh, i do you want to make something else <laughs> I, I i honestly i mean i, I i'd rather hear no i i yeah. welcome sales calls and sometimes you know you get them from all over the world now and um the, the call that i always kind of cut off and just don't give them time is when they say is that mr nigel so I know straight away, you're not phoning from the UK because no one calls yeah. me Mr. Bloody Nigel. Everyone in the UK knows Nigel's the first name. You wouldn't call me yeah. Mr. The beginning. So it's like, thanks, but no thanks to King. Um, I've actually had people phone me um, and their pitch has been awful because you know that they're reading off a script. Hello, yeah. is that Mr. Campbell? Have you had that? Ba, 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 ba? You know, I'm like, whoa, 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 mate. Whoa, stop, stop, stop. Is that a script that you're reading off, young man? Oh, well, yeah, it is a script. And I <laughs> phone back when you're not using the script anymore. So I can kind of, I, I can hear you then rather than hear you reading a script. And I've even had people on the phone. And I've coached them while they've been on the phone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had one guy, he's trying, trying to sell me. Um, I think it was Littlewood's, some kind of football betting thing. Oh. And uh, he phoned me. I don't know why he phoned me. But, uh, he had a nice voice. I thought, oh, I've, got, I've got a bit of time. Let me listen to you. And he was like, it's going to cost you this and that. And, blah, 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 blah. and then at the end of it, he says, well, what do you think? And I says, my friend, you need some training in sales. He goes, what do you mean? I says, well, at no point did you ask me if I wanted to, actually, if I had time to listen to you. Um, at no point did you actually tell me the company name so I can go and check you out online. And the only thing I've actually heard is you say the price and you want my bloody payment details. I was like, whoa, you need to slow down. You need to pause. You need to ask me a question and then stop. Nine pound a month. Sign here. And let me join in the conversation. Ask me if I think. I think conversation. I had the same thing with my son. He was doing energy sales, telesales thing. And he was like phoning 300 people a day. And I was like, what? That's That's how many, uh, yeah, how many people were saying yes? And he went, well, after, you know, the ones who answer, uh, which is about 100, I, I'm lucky to get maybe one. I'm like, wow, 1% strike rate. And then I got it's got to be harder now, though, to do those telesales yeah. stuff because we're all, like, what they use is really bad. You hear it click in before they're yeah, able to speak. It's, 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 it's a disadvantage it's now. It's a sales part. But the thing is, again, it's because it's somebody else's target, not your own. You're working mm. towards this target, which means you get paid. And then I got him to do his role play with me, and he was just like, he was just like, he didn't even breathe. I was like, is that what you like on the phone? He's like, yeah. I was like, no wonder no one says bloody yes. I says, you just talk at them. Says, and also, how annoying. That's your son. He knows what you do. Like, why is for Come one, on. why isn't he actually Kids listening? Go, I'm out of date, mate. What do I know? I'm, 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 <laughs> what do I know? I don't know what flick means and all the pet and all these other posh words they use now. He's like, what do you know? So yeah. but he's, he's learnt now. Um, he's learned that you can't do sales anyway. You like need to much. go into the whole business and train the whole team. <laughs> Look, I, I think everyone can learn to become better at sales if they choose to. But what most people need to learn is how to get over themselves. Yeah, confidence. It. It's a life skill, isn't it? It's, it's not. It will help your business, but it will help your whole yeah. life. Yeah. And it's yeah. just yeah. that really confidence and self-belief. Yeah. And if you just don't care, if you've not got any attachment to the outcome that when you get on those calls, that's massive. And but I think the other person can feel that the vibe of when when you go on there like because like i say you're not losing anything they just you'll just be in the same space you'll either get a sale or be the same so no nobody's losing anything oh yeah um, it's quite it's quite it's quite funny actually because when i had a month off I, I did a little bit of a competitor research bum 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 so i signed up to one or two people's webinars oh god oh boy um and one or two of them i said yeah contact me let's talk let's see what you can do 
Yeah. And two two things came out of it. One learning, which was like pretty obvious, but I'll come to that in a minute. But this this guy got on the phone with me. He was bloody awful. He wasn't the guy who was the face of it. He was like one of his underlings, one of his one of his sales team. And the only thing he was interested in was trying to price condition me. Um so I thought this call was going to be about, yeah, this is what we're going to do and this is how we do it. And but all he tried to do was price. So in the end, I said, my friend, listen, you spent the last 20 minutes just trying to get me to commit to spending a certain amount of money without giving me any more value about what the course is about. So I'll tell you what, we'll end the conversation there. Because the reality is, and I want you all to listen to these people who are watching right now, most gurus who are selling you their multi-million pound packages and saying, hey, you're going to be busy as hell. What they're going to do is they're going to show you Facebook or Google ads. No ifs, no buts. No, maybe that will be the route that you go down. Now, there's nothing wrong with Facebook and Google ads if you have the foundation set up already. Yeah. When people do come across you, they go, hey, this is the person I wanted to be with. Um, if you haven't got the foundation set up already, come and speak to me or Anna or Anita because it will just make life easier when you decide to put your hand yeah. in your pocket and spend money on advertising because paying for ads, paying for leads does work and it works even better when you've got the foundation right. If the foundation ain't right, keep your money in your pocket. Yeah. But we always say fail for free first. Yeah. Get your messaging right. Yeah. You know, get your ideal client, your niche, get yeah. all your profiles set Absolutely. up. Absolutely. You know, look, have conversations and learn yeah. what language your ideal client's talking so that Absolutely. you can resonate with them and they'll want to buy from you. And when That's you've it. got all that sussed, take it and spend some money then, on then it. Then go and spend yeah. some money. Oh, you know, I, I think Facebook ads, I think all the, the, the advertising is brilliant. And I think um, John Hill kind of puts it quite eloquently. It's a guaranteed way of getting eyeballs on what you're doing. But then if what you're doing is disjointed, then you, you are just going, way, and getting your money going, way, what's this money blow away in the wind? Nobody and we're works. back to we're back to the start, really, where we said you've got to do the work. The shortcut is doing the work and setting up all of this stuff and everything, and then you can scale it and make yeah. it easier for yeah. you. Yeah, absolutely. That almost I mean, like we planned that, isn't it? It's like yeah. we rehearsed that bit. The dream team. <laughs> Let it be easy. Let it be easy. <laughs> Let it be easy. Because we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let it be easy, like my business partner. That's <laughs> Ladies. Uh, anyway. Maybe in the 90s. We always have two questions on this podcast. The first one is, we're the Get Savvy Club, so what makes you savvy? So savvy to me, switched on, knowledge ball, knows a bit of this, bit of that. Uh, experience, knowledge. I've, I've come, you know, I mean, my... The one thing I've always kind of really hung my hat on is I actually like people. I, I like people. I like their stories. I like their inspirations, their challenges. I like to hear about where they're trying to get to. Um, what makes me savvy is that I spent a lot of time listening and a lot of time understanding myself and others. And the way that I deliver the message, the way that I train is, I'm not going to say it's unique, but for me, it is about let's, let's, let's smile while we're doing this training. Let's, Let's have a laugh. Let's, yeah. let's make It'd it be fun. fun. It'd be fun, yeah. yeah. Let's fun. make it fun yeah. because you learn better when you're smiling than if you're just sitting there going, oh, I've got to get on that sales training with that Nigel yeah. again. Also, I think it's about being comfortable with what you do. So if you feel awkward and uncomfortable presenting a price, the person you're talking to feels awkward and uncomfortable and yeah. it just like goes downhill, doesn't it? So if you can be comfortable like you yeah. are and just Literally. go, here's what it is, then people are comfortable and they want to be around you. 
There it is. Just deliver it, man. The worst that can the worst that can happen is they say no to that price, but they're not saying yeah. no to everything. The other question that we ask is for you to recommend a book uh, that you think would be useful for our uh, listeners. So either a personal development book, marketing, business, something around that. Area. If you'd be American, you'd recommend your own book. Well, you know, I'm, I'm in the process of the moment. That, no, I'm not actually. Um, <laughs> it, it's something I, I will probably do um, in, in the future. So uh, a book I'm reading at the moment or a book I've read at the moment is this book here. And it's called Stop Wasting Your Time as a Therapist by the, the man himself, Mark Bolden. What Mark does, he, he teaches uh, the importance of automating your business processes. And he gives you examples of how to do it. It's a very good read. Some people may have to read it a few times because obviously the, what, what you're reading about in here, you may never have read about before. So it's that thing of, well, what the hell are you talking about? So you might, want to, but it's, it's really powerful. And if, you know, if people want to pick that up, I think Mark's got it on his website. But um, yeah, great book. How do our listeners uh, find out more about you? What's the best way for them to connect with you? All right. Okay. So I have a variety of ways that you can find me. So I have an online academy called academy.lovesalleshateselling.com. Um, you can find me on Facebook, um, Love Sales Hate Selling. I've got a page and a group with the same name, which is probably a bit of an error when I did it. But hey, you know something? I'm leaving it as it is now. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Um, obviously, I've got a personal as well. Uh, you can find me on LinkedIn, Nigel Campbell. Not Mr. Nigel, Nigel Campbell. <laughs> I'm also on Instagram. You can find me under Love Sales Hate Selling. Um, but yeah, just, just reach out. Send me an email, send me a text, send me a message. Um, let's connect. Always looking for business owners who want to be interviewed and have themselves, similar to what you guys are doing today, um, have a platform so they can tell people about their business. You know, my goal is to help as many people as possible before I get old and infirm. So uh, help me do it, guys. Come and get come and get some help. Come and get some help. Let's get it on. <laughs> if you're enjoying Marketing Made Easy, the podcast from Get Savvy Club, use your podcast app to rate, review and subscribe. Wow. Awesome. What a laugh. Do you know, some people you just meet and you just click with and you have a, you feel like, um, Nigel's one of these people that just makes you feel relaxed and you have a bit of a laugh with. And I always used to think, so I've been, because I've been in marketing so long, I've been around salespeople because sales and marketing goes hand in hand. And I always used to say, you know, good salespeople are born, not made because it's just in them. I've kind of changed my mind a bit now because I think that you can make anyone, you know, we've been through that whole thing. You're a salesperson, but I never was. And we've been through it. And now I would consider myself pretty good at selling. Um, so I do think it's something you can learn, but some people are just quite natural at it. And I think it's about um, having that ability to just be friendly and just make everyone feel comfortable and relaxed. And they want to be around you, don't they? They've, you yeah. know, it's got that kind of charisma, really, where you just feel comfortable. If you know, if you were going to a party, you know he's going to be there. You'd be like, oh, good. At least I know Nigel. And, you yeah. know, you'd feel a bit like that. And at least you? there won't be that awkward silence. I bet he never has an awkward silence yeah. anywhere. It's hard no. to just get a word in. So, and I love the title of what he does, Love Sales, Hate Selling, which so many people, that's the you Love the to get them sales, that cha-ching, that's yeah. right pinging, but you don't want to... Um... You don't want to actually do the sales. Yeah, and actually we realised, didn't we, quite early on that um, we could help people with social media all day long, but what we needed to do was to also help them once they got those leads coming in to turn them into new clients. Generate the leads all day long, but if you're not converting them, <laughs> you're yeah, in the same Yeah, state. which is about having the confidence in what you do and having a structure. That really helped me. Once we got a sales structure and I could relax and just work through it and like hone it and perfect it, that really, really helped me. Um, so I know it helps a lot of our clients when we go through it 
with them as well because they've told us um so yeah the book he recommended was stop wasting your time as a therapist so if you want to win that just take a screenshot of this episode and tag us on social media and um listen out for whatever the quickie is on thursday thanks see you all bye. soon bye. that was marketing made easy the podcast from get savvy club if you enjoyed it join our facebook group just search get savvy club 